Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Kevin, hi. Hello. We're back from a short break here yeah, for Bible Slash Chat. Short break. It's been no time. Bible Slash never. <laughs> anyway. A thousand years is like a day. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed. And you're wearing a pink shirt just to, yep. make, it, just to make it awkward for yep. everyone. Yep, yeah. that's true. Very nice. Just, uh, <laughs> it's actually a really nice I'm, shirt. And you I'm look sort nice of tired, it. I try to dress in fun colors. <laughs> So, I'm not even going to ask, about, which is great. That's good. And, and I'm sorry to hear you're tired. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, so we have a question uh, that I thought would, that we thought would be interesting to go yes, over. Yes, a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, and I think I think maybe the it's a question that actually I think we we need to consider, yes, right? And, for sure. And the reason for that is because it does deal with eternal things. Um, so the question is this: like we obviously there are areas where we fellowship with brothers and sisters who have different theological positions than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we would still call them brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. And that the question that kind of rises out of that is, if that's the case, what is the bare minimum for what it means to be a Christian? Mm-hmm. When you when you go to the very bottom rock, like bedrock of what it means to be a Christian, mm-hmm. what is the bare minimum in terms of belief that is required for a person to truly be a, a born again believer? Obviously, they can they can grow in unity of the faith. They, they can grow in their Bible yeah. knowledge. But what's the m- minimum necessity that's needed for that to happen? So yeah, I mean, with that basically. You know, you're thinking of what makes someone a believer is belief in the gospel, right? right. So you have, uh, then the question becomes, what is the gospel? Right. right. And what is not the gospel? Yeah. And what is consistent with the gospel, but not essential to the gospel itself? Um, you know, looking at scripture, I think it's helpful to realize scripture does answer this for us. We're yeah. not here to, you know, poke around in the dark and yeah. try to find Wing it. it. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, basically, Paul clarifies that for us in 1 Corinthians 15, where he says, I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received. Uh, And he's describing that in the context, now I make known to you brothers the gospel which I proclaimed as good news to you. And so he describes that in basically three points. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Point two, that he was buried. Point three, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Yeah. Right. And then he goes on and talk about the appearances and things like that. Gotcha. Um, So, so yeah, I think the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is essential to the gospel. Um, and that opens the door then to, you know, discuss, so what about the, you know, immaculate conception of Christ? And right. what about uh, God's immutability? And yeah. what about Jesus's perfection? Just like, anything, perfect, right? Yeah. Just anything else. Um, so how, how do you think we would uh, approach those kinds of yeah. topics? Yeah, that's tricky, uh, right? What we would say, what I would say, the way I would probably approach that is to say... Um, that a person can be saved knowing those three components. Yes. Um, and that, that having a knowledge of the fact that Jesus uh, came into the world, he died, was buried, and rose again on the third day, uh, is the entry point for salvation, as yeah. the scriptures tell us. Um, but then they would add to that other things about the person of Christ. Like, for example, the idea of imputation, right? Mm-hmm. Justification by faith alone, and the reality of that imputation of the righteousness of Christ to us. So that, that would be a necessity. If someone said, I, I have my own righteousness, right? Jesus mm-hmm. died for me, and that's mm-hmm. great for my sins, but my righteousness is the thing that's getting me. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be dangerous. I'm, I'm accepted by God because of my righteousness, but Jesus died for my sins. Right, right. Well, that would be like, yeah, 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 so yeah. That, that's actually a denial of the gospel. So <laughs> yeah. so there's things that would be added to that, uh, that would rise out of that gospel, sen- that central gospel reality that would then uh, be consistent with that central reality, yes. but then would be moving out from it. Yes. So for example, like you said, the Immaculate Conception, right? Mm-hmm. The virgin birth of Christ. Why is that so important? Well, if Jesus was 
was born of natural causes. Right. He's just a person, yeah. uh, just like anybody else. So he that would be a denial of the deity of Christ, yeah. which would actually which actually implode the gospel <laughs> yeah, on yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's where we, we we would say that those things are things that are learned and then grow, right? Mm-hmm. So a person can be saved without believing that Jesus, without believing the doctrine of the Immaculate right. Conception, because they've just never heard that. But they understand that Jesus came into the world, he lived a perfect life, died on a cross, mm-hmm. rose again from the third, on, mm-hmm. on the third day. But a person who says, I don't believe in the Immaculate Conception. Of I Christ, deny that. Yeah. yeah. Then what they're actually doing is imploding the gospel, and they're not actually a believer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's where we would say, you can be saved without it. You can't be saved contra it. Yeah. You can't be saved against the Yeah, to doctrines. believe something otherwise. Yeah. yeah exactly. I think Kevin DeYoung said, you know, there's there's things which you must believe and there's things which you must not deny. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, helpful. which I think gives you freedom to realize we're all growing. Yeah. You know, I think like, uh, I don't want to be the person who's like, well, if you don't know the Trinity, you know, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're probably not saved, right? Yeah. Where it's like, no, there's there's room to grow in all these things, and God is very patient with us. Yeah. But there is that seed form, you know, that kernel to the gospel right. that's essential to everybody to where if someone just says, oh, I believe God is good, right, and I follow Jesus, you know, or whatever, yeah. it's like, well, do you affirm this? Yeah. You know, it's like that. Yeah. that's really the, the benchmark measure, I think, of... Um, what real salvation is. And then, yeah, and then you have, so you have inconsistency. Um, it's an interesting thing to realize, like, okay, so where does that stop? Because I think every inconsistency is going to, if we're if we are consistent with it, yeah, yeah. it depends which one we're holding more, you know? Yeah. Like, the gospel is the centrality, but then if we dabble with, you know, something else, yeah. you know, that's going to be inconsistent. And if we let go of the gospel to hold to that, yeah. it'll destroy the gospel, totally. or at least our, our confession of the gospel. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting thought to think yeah, about how like to navigate that. How far out that moves, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, and I would say that it moves out into like the person and the person and, and work of Christ, right? Um, I think that that's where it's super important that Jesus is who he says he was. Uh, he mm-hmm. which would include things like the Trinity and mm-hmm. the Immaculate Conception and his perfect life and those kinds of things, yeah. which are all components around the person of Christ yeah. because Jesus is the gospel. Yeah, yeah, sense, yeah, right? yeah. So you tinker with him, you have huge problems, yes. right? That's why we would say like things like we can have huge differences on things like eschatology and say like, Hey, these are brothers and sisters in Christ because ultimately they're, they're holding on to the deity of Christ. That central mm-hmm. reality about mm-hmm. the person and work of Christ as the core of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Those would be, was, those would be the things that I would say you can't deny, mm-hmm. right? The, yeah. Those are the things that we have to say, a person can be saved without, but then will grow into yeah. because true salvation can't deny those things. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a friend who said uh, people are sometimes saved, or really in every case, they're saved by their inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like because they're inconsistent, yeah. they're actually saved, and that's all of us. We all have contradictions. Like yeah. every every character in every story has contradictions, totally um, yeah. blind spots and things like that. But um, no, it's a sweet thing to just be clear on that to yeah. realize like what is mere Christianity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. also. I think, you know, Kevin Young was going on um, and talking about this and saying, you know, our, our posture should not be how little can I believe. Right. This is just an analytical kind of conversation yeah, yeah. of like, not like, oh, what can I get away with? Yeah, you know, just totally. like uh, confess this. and, and uh, But really it is like a seed form of yeah. a belief where it's going to grow into an oak tree. You right, know, of, exactly. Of, of doctrine. So, yeah, of doctrinal um, clarity. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's funny because we don't want to, we don't want to move toward that. Right. But we we want to know. Like, where do you have to be in order to move from that? Yeah, right? It's yeah, almost yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. like the reverse of those two things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's hard because as, as Christians, you know, you meet someone and 
they might have very different theological mm-hmm. convictions mm-hmm. And, and and you say well are are they even saved mm-hmm. you know and that and it's actually helpful to be able to track back and say well Okay, they're not denying these things about the person and work of Christ, and they do understand this core reality of the gospel. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to function with them as though they're saved. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If you have someone who's like, hey, I don't believe Jesus was God, mm-hmm. you have great confidence that they're not a Christian, yeah, right? right? There's right. no chance. Yeah. So it's like you, it gives us groundwork to start working and helping people. Yeah. And so I think that's the helpful part, totally. particularly when it comes to like loved ones and family members and all yeah. sorts of things where you know yeah. th- there, there might be some confusion on that. Yeah. And thankfully the gospel is very simple. Yeah. <laughs> so just yeah. holding that out, yeah, you know, just, just giving it to them. Yeah, it's Cademan's um, call song where he says, you know, it's a it's a river where the strong can swim and the weak and the broken can find yeah, comfort. You know yeah. that that both are true. So is that song from like the eighties? Yes. Okay. Don't judge me. <laughs> Look, I'm almost. It's dead. beautiful. I'm almost it's really dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. That's great. Well, maybe on that note, I'll uh, turn the video off so that I can punch you. <laughs> no, thanks. Thanks for watching. Uh, if you have any questions and listening, uh, if you have any questions, you can always reach out uh, at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.